Regular schedule, regular schedule, regular schedule here on the Extra Bases podcast. It's a beautiful, beautiful thing. A regular schedule, Jeremy. Regular. Wow, I can tell you're really excited. I'm pumped up. I'm yeah, excited. well. There you go. I'm jacked I, up. Not, not, not to, you know, there's been some general managers I've seen um, announce hirings, and they say they're really excited, and they just don't seem that excited. But, um was Perry Manazian one of those guys? Perhaps. <laughs> Actually, he was a little more excited, I think, than... Anyways. Hey, the news, uh, before we get to Ron Washington and his news conference, Joe Espada and his news conference, Thursday night, as we we're taping this, John Morosi has a tweet that the Astros have been shopping. Shopping Jake Myers? Which I don't think comes as any surprise. Astros have discussed Jake Myers and trade talks with multiple teams in recent weeks. He's not yet eligible for salary arbitration. 678 OPS played a career high 112 games last year. At one point, he was a shining star, and then he ran into a wall in Chicago and really hasn't been the same since. I don't know if he was... um, If he was just way in front of his skis that one season, but I just see like a Jake Marisnik type guy. And I mean, what do you get back for someone like that? Some, some depth in the bullpen, maybe Four a guy. What, like, what do you think you'd get back for a Jake Myers? Well, he is a four a guy. That's he's, true. Not every, he's not an everyday guy here. He's a fifth outfielder at best. And, and look, you know, I when I when we do this, Jason, I I shudder for half a second because I feel I don't feel good trying, you know, talking down about Major League Baseball yeah, players because they are, as we always say, this they are part of the one percent, the one percent, one percent, and um, yeah. Now, if I was if I was a blogger or a tweeter in a certain place, mm-hmm. I might feel good about talking down about Major League Baseball players or talking well, down to anybody. But there's some for- bloggers and tweeters that think that. I mean, these guys are easily replaceable, but we'll get to that. Get to that one too. But you know, if I was if I was one of those guys who had, I don't know, no field perspective or experience, then I would probably under you know feel better at doing it. Jake Myers, get get this out there now. This is the Bristol and Booth extra bases. We say this. He's one of the best players on the planet. Period. He's one of the best players on the planet. Now. Within that fraternity, the best players on the planet, he has a role and he has a value. And he's in a category that can be replaced. The issue with moving Jake Myers is that somebody's got to believe he's an everyday center fielder. If you think he's a backup outfielder, a four or a five, or even a four A guy, you're not trained for that guy because you have a guy on the roster you can do that with. Now, maybe if he's a four, let me rephrase that. If he's a four, you might be able to go get something prospect and A ball, double A, something like that out of that, out of that. But you're not going to get anything of impact. Um, unless maybe the Blue Jays, because, you know, as you and I texted and have talked earlier, James Click was very in love with Jake Myers to the point of, you know, um, what do you say? Jake Myers is going to be a star. It was untradeable. It was one of those things kind of like that. I don't remember that, but yeah, I'm not, I'm not quoting him directly. Do you believe the Blue Jays are one of the teams perhaps interested in him? No, I just, that's where James is. Right. So it's, it's possible if he loved him as much as he did then that he could have that type of feeling for it now. Um, but that's and that's all speculation. And, and let me say this before this goes viral with the bloggers and the tweeters. 
that's just speculation because somebody once upon a time <clears throat> had some interest and really liked the player. Doesn't mean it's going to happen. Doesn't mean it's accurate. It just means it's speculation, which having some feel, some education, and not staying at a Holiday Inn Express last night, that might be able to go ahead and have something that, you know, has a little credibility to it. Moving on, moving on, um, you know, his role is replaceable. I don't know what the Astros get for him. For me, I keep him. And he's my five. I don't I don't know what I'm trying to trade for. I can get something for Chaz McCormick, but if I want McCormick to play here every day, if that's what I'm clearing the way for, then that's what I'm doing. If I want Dubon to play here every day, then I'm not trading those guys either. But those are guys you get value for. You don't get it for a fifth outfielder. I I just pulled some up something on my phone that I it amazes me. Why do you look like you want to vomit? You look like you want to vomit, right? Jeremy. Now. I, it is so amazing to me how far this one um this one media entity has fallen in. and it's because they were purchased and they're not the same as they once were they um I don't want to say the name of it so I'm just going to tell you what it rhymes with um well I'll <laughs> <laughs> sigh but take out the g and the h yeah 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 here's the and this probably is bloggers and tweeters so here's the here's the headline jeremy houston astros have placed talented star on trade block oh boy oh boy houston astros have placed talented star on trade block now Sounds i don't know like if they write that because oh, people are like, well, maybe Kyle Tucker, maybe, maybe, it, maybe it's supposed to be for clickbait. Let that sink in again. Houston Astros have placed talented star on trade block. We just saw today along those lines, at least I did, I saw a blurb about a woman, a, a former a reporter who was making stuff up on the sidelines, right? Yeah, that account. was crazy, So, man. I mean, you know, if they're doing it there, no wonder the bloggers and the tweeters feel so empowered to make stuff up and talk out of blowholes. Here's, here's one line or a couple of lines uh, from this. The struggles in 2023 are likely the reason why the Astros want to move him. Myers could possibly still get a decent return after showing some promise on both sides of the baseball in his three years. Any team can use a serviceable outfielder will likely be in the mix here. He isn't going to be a guy who can play every day, but Myers can be a fourth outfielder or even start on a few teams. But again, I will just say this. The headline reads, Houston Astros have placed talented star on trade block. Now, when you say star, is that the Astros star? And like, he brings some good one. Good one. Talent to, I, I don't know. I, I, again, I think you're right. It's it's uh it's for, certainly misleading, but I I can say this: if the description is correct, and I'm not saying the description's wrong, okay, for a second division team, um, or a championship team, fourth outfielder, fifth outfielder, depending how you see him, why are they trading him? Why not keep him here? He's got some time. He's not, not going to get much back for him. You're going to turn around and get exactly what you're trading away. The only reason to do that is if he's bad for the clubhouse. But Jake Myers isn't bad for a clubhouse. No, 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 no. And, and we saw him in the postseason. He was on the taxi squad. So it doesn't make sense to me that this guy is your fifth outfielder, maybe, 
that you're trading him. It doesn't make sense to me that you trade him unless you expect a low return because you got you don't have him in your plans at all when he's gone. That's it. But he's not he's talented because he's a top, you know, one percent of one percent. Is he a star within that one percent? No, he is not. Um, you know, maybe in a package, like, maybe in a package. Sure, maybe a package, some kind of package. I mean, I don't know what kind of package we're talking about. I mean, you know, you, you can talk about um I'm not talking like Amazon packages. I, I don't. I don't know. There's a lot of kinds of ways I can go with that. I'm just, yeah. You know, all right. I, what what what'd Jeter say? There's a lot of different ways I can go with that, but I won't. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> what were your impressions of uh, What were your impressions of Ron Washington's news conference? I mean, the man's the man is a certifiable legend. Like it's it's unbelievable what he can do, and um, you know, he's they're, they're loving him out there in Anaheim. They're talking about what a leader he is. Every time I read that, I get more and more embarrassed for some of those people that. We're talking about it here, and, and for uh, for the bloggers and the tweeters here that we're putting in, it's it act it really is an indictment of people's baseball knowledge more than anything else, as well as their ethics and and feel for how they do things to talk about them that way. It's just it's embarrassing. Thankfully, I get to look myself in the mirror and I get to be me, and I ain't got to worry about that. Okay, but when it comes to Wash, I'm happy he's in a good home. The game needs more people like Wash. And you know what? As a side note, like we said, it doesn't matter if he was a guy here or not. The Astros deserve to make their decision. They made their decision. Dana made his decision. Jim Crane supported it by, by not getting in the way of Dana's decision. Or if he'd gotten away or, or disagreed with it, rather, if he didn't get he just disagreed, he didn't get in the way. He just went and did it. Um, you know, Joe has done his time. He's been on the bench for a while. He's part of this clubhouse. He's a fabric of the team. Nothing wrong with him getting the job. The point wasn't about whether or not Joe Espada got the job here. The point was the classlessness that this city, or uh, let me rephrase, the classlessness that the bloggers and the tweeters went after Ron Washington about. That was terrible. There was even a reporter who's a print reporter that remained nameless um, who decided he was going to go ahead and, and, and uh, I, it was sent to me later, kind of go off. And I laughed because I want the things I wanted to say, I just, I pulled my, my Derek Jeter line out again. I was like, there's a lot of different ways I can go with it, but I won't. Because, I applaud you. Know, I applaud you for because, um because let's let's say this, Jason, before you go any further. Some of you people that have decided to couple of you who have decided to to talk online like that have had the opportunity to see me face to face since then. And you have said absolutely nothing. I have been in your your straight ahead. I have made sure I positioned myself in front of you, and you have refused to catch my eye. Hmm. Now, while we're talking, not talking about anything that could get out of hand, it would seem to me if you had so much to say, and I was right in front of you, you might want to say it. But you didn't. You didn't. Which means you lose all credibility, all value, and all bravery. And that's something that, uh, while I haven't addressed any you guys in particular, you, you know who you are in particular directly, I'm standing right here. You know where I'm going to be when I'm at the ballpark. You know what I'm doing. I I don't. I mean, it's it's not like you can't. I can hide. What 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 one guy described me as gigantic human being was was that large? I mean, we can go there. It doesn't matter if you do this. Be prepared to say it to me here. I will say it to you. I'm not running from you. I continue to say that. So with that said, you lose all credibility, lose all voice, and I laugh at you. Man, we got it. We got, we got, even the what we did on Sports Extra, woo! Even that. I didn't see that. I don't pay attention. I didn't see that. What was it? Was uh, about um, how I mentioned about the bloggers and the tweeters that Joe Espada yeah. is some analytics savior, and 
it's so funny. He, you know, people analytics first, Joe Espada, analytics savior. And then, and I didn't ask the question, Mr. Baseball did. And I thanked him later because that was going to be my question. What was the first thing that Joe Espada came out of his mouth? I'm going to paraphrase. You need a mixture. You need a balanced approach. So, (laughs) because there are times, it's so funny. It's so funny because, and then they asked him about game five, pinch hitting for Jeremy Pena and pinch hitting for Maldi, right? It was Maldi, yeah. Yeah. And he he, he went, uh, it was a good, it was a good move because he went with, yeah, Singleton was lat was second, right? And he went yeah. with uh, was it whoever he went with first? Yiner Diaz first. Yes, yeah. yeah. So what was funny was the back half of his answer was, "I just had a feeling that if I got two guys on with Jose Altuve up, we could." I'm sorry. In fact, here's how it went down, Jeremy. In the news conference, you weren't there. The question was asked by one of our uh, esteemed Spanish uh, speaking reporters, and. um Joe gave the answer in Spanish. And as soon as I heard uh, Partido Cinco and right. and Singleton, and I, I said, when he finished, I said, in English, tambien. <laughs> I did not say <laughs> por favor. I did mean please. And then Joe yeah. went through and gave us the whole thing. And that's where we found out that he had a feeling <laughs> that, <laughs> that Jose could do something and I'm using Joe's words, if he got two guys on base. And, you know, what is your, the question was, what is your take on this balance between feel and Muppets? And that's, and he he said, it's a balanced balanced approach. So um, I'm sure that, um, yeah, it is what it is. Look, he, he, you know, back to back to Wash. Wash is in a place that loves him and appreciates him. And like I said, Perry came out and he said, "Look, we're going. We're not rebuilding. We're going to give him the arrow. We're going to give him some players. We're going to give him the arrows to do it." And Wash will bring players to Anaheim. Don't kid yourself. He will bring players to Anaheim. Did you see what he said in in his little bit of snippet with Eric Young there? He said, "We no. just want you to feel comfortable. We just want you. We're here to support you. That's culture." We want a lot. We want you to feel like you can go out. We're here for you. We got your back. When he said we want to build leaders, that's culture. That's what he's there to do. And Joe Spotter is in the right place for him. Good for him. And good for the good for the Astros for getting what they wanted. It doesn't change the way we approach things. It doesn't change the way that we approach people. It doesn't change the fact somebody was out there calling for Dana Brown's head already. You got to be kidding me. You got to. He just got here, and the team that he had wasn't even his. It was given to him by the owner, but he did what he had to do with it. So good for Wash, good for the division, truthfully. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Good for the, and good for the Astros. They got what they want. I'm happy for Joe and I'm happy for, for Ron. Ron. Ron's Ron's money quote was our whole focus is going to be to run the West down, and you can take that to the bank and deposit it. Oh I God. mean, woo. That's my guy. <laughs> woo. That's my guy. Yeah, and they um, plan to be aggressive. That's Perry said, you know. Yeah, and I'll, I'll say this right now on camera. I'll say he said to say hello to you. Who's that, Perry? Wash. Oh, Wash. Okay. Yes, he said, "Hey, that's your that's your guy from the World Series that I met." I was like, "Yeah." He said, "Don't want to say hi." Okay. <laughs> well, I'm sure we'll see him. Uh, I have yeah. the schedule. Wash is such a good, good-hearted human being, man. And you know what, Joe is too. Spot yeah. is too. Spotter, it's going to be fun watching these guys in the West. If the A's ever gave Kotze a team, 
like they ever gave him a team, right? They'd be pretty good too, because Cod's a pretty good manager. He ain't yeah. bad. He's had a bad, he's had a tough hand to deal with. And uh in the West, even service has done a better job. The Mariners are a little bit um confused, I think, at the moment is probably the right way to say it. But the you know, the Texas is Texas. I mean, you know, the, the West is gonna be a lot of fun with these guys leading these teams. There isn't a bad manager yet in the West in the West, and a spotter deserves benefit of the doubt. So good for him and good for Wash. And um, I'm happy to see what that's gonna be. And I'm happy that I get to wake up with myself in the mirror. I know I didn't act that way. And occasionally, unfortunately, with the new X Twitter, uh, sometimes my my settings don't get to following. It goes to whatever. And mm. this populated into my feed the other day. Obviously, the talk about Jose Altuve and Alex Bregman and whether they can finish their careers uh, in Houston and what's it going to take and will it be possible? And hey, here's somebody among the tweeter crowd that like here's somebody that gets it uh ben on the top uh talking about bregman hilarious how naive some of y'all are to think we're just going to replace alex bregman with someone in our minor league system blank is laughable you all truly don't understand how blanking good he is he's right i uh he's right wow i mean he's right he is right. He is He's right. Um, steady. Woo, Good. Oh, man. Steady. Yeah. How can we turn around and say that we can, you don't replace that. Do you guys, do, do people have any idea how hard it is to find a regular every sing every day, major league baseball player? Well, uh, one of the, it? one of the comments below blew my mind was um, about, Hey, how about, a, how about Shea Whitcomb? Who? Dude's 25, man. He's four years younger than Alex Bregman. 25. You, and again, he's one of the best players on the planet. He's made it to AAA, but he ain't no Alex Bregman. I say this in general for people everywhere in, in this uh, in this um, fan-oriented commentary. It's one thing to be a homer. Be a homer. Sports team. You know, home, home on the range, you know, be your homer. Um, but you got to also be acting with a reason. There's there's a way to support your club. Um, I mean, I'll, I'll give a little full disclosure about myself. I, I, I was, I've never been an Astros hater. I've been a culture hater. I have completely said that the players in this team are good. They are good people. They go at it. They compete. And I had never blamed them for what happened in 2017, only because it wasn't le- illegal until it was illegal. So I haven't blamed them. If they don't know, they don't know. Now, what I have said is the people around that who created that culture should be banished from the game. And the guy that was the architect of that, adios. Now, when it comes to the rest of that, it doesn't mean it didn't happen. It doesn't mean we have to gaslight ourselves into saying, well, the rest of the league was doing You don't know that. You might assume, might, might be right, but you don't know. Right. And so when it comes to what we're talking about, Alex Bregman, think you can replace that kid who is somebody who's not a kid anymore. He's a man. He's always going to be a kid to me is, you know, because I scouted him since he was 14 years old. I saw him play then. But think you can replace that guy, somebody who I was actually hard on once upon a time, as far as how he's how he was carrying himself. He's grown up. He embraces the city. The guy's doing high fives and H-E-B commercials. You know, I mean, he's he's really part of the fabric. Jeremy, he's and- part he's he's helped establish the culture of that clubhouse 
without question. He has grown up. I have, I've been honored. It's actually an honor for us to watch that happen, to watch such a good group of people, which he's a central figure, do what they do in this city. You know, they don't, you know, you don't have to agree uh, with them. We don't have to agree with, like, I don't think Lance McCullough should ever start. That don't mean I take away from what he can do. I mean, I take away from who he is and how much he loves the city, right? And I don't, that doesn't mean I, don't, I think he's replaceable in the right role. I think he's a very good person in the right, good piece in the right role. He's got some value. Um, says, think you can replace Alex Bregman with a 25 year old third baseman in, in, in the system is, is a little bit baffling. It's, it's not optimistic. It's baffling. And the reason why is because if you know as much as you say you do, and this isn't an insult, this is just a statement of fact, if you know as much as you say you do, then you understand that Alex Bregman was here at 22 years old. He's 29. Now he's got another year on his contract and he deserves a seven to seven year deal on the backside. Right. 10 and 300 is a lot. I saw somebody put that out there. I don't know about that, but seven and, and two and 200 is, is, is okay. And you know, seven and uh, or eight and two fifties. All right. I mean, you never know. Alex is the type of guy that with his legs and feet underneath them can impact the lineup for a long time. And he can play the heck out of some third base. He can also go over to second. And if he asks me, he fills in at shortstop and he's in the middle of his prime right now. He's not the type of body that wears down. He's the type of guy you want to keep here. Now, can you afford can you afford Tucker and uh, Altuve and Al and and uh, Bregman? I, I don't know. I don't know. It's not my money. I don't know. And, and that's and that's that's really the story. Um, but just to think that you can automatically replace him. Yeah, I, I think that uh, I, I think that you can. I think that Jim Crane will find a way to do it if he can because he hates to lose. I think we all have seen that. Hates to lose. Once he got a taste of winning, he hates it. And so if he can do it, he's going to do it. But you can't replace that guy. That's that's a, that's tough to even consider in some of the comments around that, Jason, which I didn't see. Not, I saw one. I didn't see the rest of them. I didn't, I, again, I try to minimize my brain cell loss. So I only saw what you saw one. Um, that's that's a that's a bad, I don't want to say it's a bad take, but can I, can I put the clown emoji on? I, I don't know. You just, it's not something you want to do with that guy. You can replace Jake Myers. Bregman's a lot tougher. Adam Spolane from Sports Radio 610 brings up a good point. Um he actually used the same comp that I did, Jake Marisnik, and he said, "Listen, they got the Astros got Blake Taylor for Jake Marisnik, and Blake Taylor was a pretty serviceable reliever for a couple of years until he got until he got hurt. Now Blake Taylor um, was actually drafted pretty high. He was a high draft pick. Yes, he was kind of um, was spinning his wheels in the Mets system, but um, yeah, I mean, you might be able to get a some lower a lower level arm. I think we just discussed that, so." Um, Taylor going the second round. I mean, I had him in in the West Coast. I think he, went I think he did. I think he yeah. did. We did. We did my report on him at one point. We did. He was, he was here. We've kind of gotten away from that, haven't we? Yeah, because there's so, there's so much to talk about here. Well, and that frankly, and I don't want to bring up the 322nd player on your list, who, other than his family, most people probably won't know the name. Well, then again, the number of people who actually, you know what? The number of people within the industry who listen and watch this podcast, they actually probably would know most of the names. So you know what? My apologies. I shouldn't, I make I shouldn't generalize like that. There's a lot of times, and I'll say this, there's a lot of times that I go out to places or you go out to places and we know by comments that people are paying attention and listening and they watch what we're doing. I go to I go to conferences, I go to meetings and people talk about our content and it's it's good to see that the people around the industry that know what they're talking about pay attention right Blake Taylor also- was uh Blake sorry Blake Taylor second round of the 2013 draft 
And um, Toronto Blue Jays? No, Pirates. Pirates took him. Okay. And then he got traded to uh, – he was a part of the Ike Davis deal. The Mets. Love, love me some Ike Davis back in the day, man. That's when you were in Pennsylvania, right? Yeah. And then he went from uh, – I mean, hey – 2019. So who's the general manager in 2019? December 5, December 5th, 2019. In New York? Astros. December 5th of 2019 was Jeff Luno. Yeah. Another good trade, man. He got did a great got, job. He got Blake Taylor and then he got Kennedy Corona, who was just added to the 40 man to protect him from the rule five. They got him for Jake Marisnik. Kennedy to Corona Kennedy Corona? I mean, good outfielder defensively has some pop in his bat, maybe a fourth outfielder type, but hey. Jeff Jeff Luno and company did a very good job in trades, waiver oh, claims, and free agency. Great job. Great job. I think borderline great job. Borderline there's no, great. There's, there's no ifs, ands, or buts about it. And they did a better job in the international market than we thought through 2015, right? After that, it just kind of went, and that's just part of it because they stopped scouting it. They shut it down. They got rid of their pro scouts in 2017 and they got rid of the stuff around that. They just, they just didn't, they didn't continue. So um, you know, nothing's taken away from his contributions to the game on that side. Did a good job. You know, build a help take what was left for him by Bobby Heck and company and added some pieces to it. No doubt about it. Some pieces, not many, but some, and then flipped all that stuff. So, you know, that's, that was what they did. That's sometimes GMs, they come in and that's their job. And he did a good job at that. So there's no doubt taken away from it. Blake Taylor is a good example. If they get a Blake Taylor back for Jake Martin, it's a good trade. My, my apologies to Kennedy Corona. He's 23. So he played 23 this year. Part basically 111 games. So mostly in double a, he hit, uh, I mean, there's a lot of swing and miss, man. He was, 244 with a OPS of 789, 136 strikeouts, 52 walks, 22 homers, 32 steals. So the, I mean, there's tools there and he's a good defensive outfielder. So um, yeah, he'll be a big leaguer. He'll be a big leaguer. Good. Well, again, you know, good pieces are are hard to come by. If you get a Blake Taylor for the, uh, which was the trade you were talking about for Myers and Spillane brought up, that's that's a good grab. That's pretty good. That's pretty good way to do it. All right. Well, um, I kind of scribbled on some notes on my notepad and I think we got to everything. So um, again, I'm just excited. This is three weeks in a row, three weeks in a row as we keep the momentum and um, yeah, got to give the people what they want, Jeremy content. Well, we definitely doing that. I'll tell you that right now. Got to give them. Unfortunately you were uh, not up on, um, when you were smiling there, you were not up on camera, but now you are. So, all right, everybody, that's going to wrap it up. Do you have anything else to add, Jeremy? Just a smile. All right, everybody, that's it. Thanks for listening to Extra Bases with Bristol and Booth. We love all the comments. I didn't even check the YouTube comments to see what people were saying. Well, about- we don't need to read the comments. I mean, some of this stuff is just like, come on. You know, we'd love to be constructive with you, but if you're – I don't know. I, I thought that commercial I posted from uh, Holly and Express, uh-huh. guy Cal Ripken signing the signing the book, and the guy passes out, and the guy the guy goes, "Is there a doctor?" And he goes, "Hey, he goes, hey, I'm a doctor. Give him some room. I'm a doctor." And there he goes, "Did anyone stay at a Holly Express last night?" It's what it feels like. What it feels like in this crazy world. Oh boy, gotta love it. I will read this one. My favorite guys for Astros coverage and insight. There it is. 
There is. Someone said, I would have never expected Dusty to use the same excuse as a kid that is quitting Little League Baseball. What coach isn't used to critics? No, um, hold, on. hold on a second. I'm going to go with that one right there. Can I go with that one? Good. Thank you so much for allowing me to do it. That's six minutes. It's not about, it's not a, it's not about that. It's about the classlessness that you have with it. Just because you're a fan doesn't mean you get the right to be abusive. We didn't even talk about going to Martin, uh, going after Martin Maldonado's family. It's the same group of people that did that. That's why I said last time, what kind of people are these? You get no credibility, and especially when somebody's standing in front of you and you just walk right by, walk right by. Hey, I, you're you're this, and you're this, and you're this, and you're this, and you said this, and then that person's like this. And you just keep rolling, and there were witnesses too, okay? So let's just get back to you guys, whoever you are that want to behave that way, understand you're embarrassing yourselves, and the rest of you guys who have some class, everybody's going to love you and want to be, say what you want to say, do it with class, dignity and class. Good? Good. That's the last word, everybody. Also, Bernie's barking. So, my guy. Love you, Bern. All right, everybody. Thanks for listening to another episode of Extra Bases with Bristol and Booth. Till next time, leave your comments, questions, concerns, blah, blah, blah below, and we'll get to whatever on the next Extra Bases. Take care, everybody.